in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and I'm joined by my fellow vampire hunter and co-host, Taylor Sokol. Today we're reviewing the new vampire action flick, Day Shift. This came out on Netflix from a screenplay by Tyler Tice and Shay Hatton and directed by J.J. Perry. Um, we were excited to see this. this is one of those films I feel like it came out at the right time of the it's it's not quite to the par to maybe have a theatrical release but Netflix turning out these movies with some big name actors uh, of course in this Jamie Foxx Dave Franco we we're excited to check out this film and see what it was all about so um, Taylor give us a brief synopsis of Day Shift. So we have a uh, main character, Bud Jablonski, uh, played by Jamie Foxx, who is a, is a blue collar as they come when it comes to uh, hunting vampires. We find out that he is uh, works for this, uh, or used to work for this organization that specializes in killing the undead, where the undead do exist in common knowledge for most uh, most people. And uh, he's in you know the middle of, he's, he's separated from his wife and is daughter they're going to be moving so he realizes he needs to get money fast uh that he owes so that you know he can try to stop them from moving and so he has to do some drastic measures meanwhile uh some of his vampire hunting activities have put him in the crosshairs or cross stakes uh with uh some of the big bad vampires in town so yeah we saw this trailer and we were like oh my gosh this looks great i mean the action looked fantastic we got some good humor you know, seeing Snoop Dogg, Jamie Foxx, and uh, Dave Franco, we we thought, oh my God, this is this is going to be a fun one. What we what we got it was it was definitely not what we expected. Yeah, uh, borderline. This movie is you know right down the middle, I guess. If if even that, I think ultimately what what kind of hurt this film was the poor script. Was not much of a story. I think they could have. This concept could have gone very far into more of that really secret organization, dark, gritty, but it has a lot of attempt at this like humor, lighthearted humor. And also just it kind of feels like a almost like a 90s flick. It has this L.A. vibe to it that's not really like the pretty parts of town. It's not really like nice, but it is a silly concept to me of typically when we have any kind of vampire movie. The vampires are usually doing something because they want the betterment of their species, uh, obviously hunting. Our main threat in this is a woman who is ultimately trying to buy up all of the real estate in L.A. so that they have more homes for the vampires to live in during the day. Obviously, they're not supposed to go out on day because it hurts them. Uh, at one point, they find a um, really strong... Uh, sunscreen I guess that lets them go out for like 15-20 minutes it's these silly things where like there's a lot of vampire lore in this movie that I actually was like oh that would make sense and be a cool concept for like a really more intense you know movie like an I Am Legend or something but it goes to like that goofy like this is like this is a vampire movie if you know it was done by the people that did Neighbors or something you know it's like it has that kind of vibe to it it doesn't really have like 
too much at stake, you know, yeah. realistically. <laughs> what it what it should have what I, I thought it was gonna, you know, as it's starting and what it was gonna advertise, I thought it was gonna be a little bit more of like kind of the zombie land kind of humor where in Zombieland, for those of you who watch that, they they, talk, they kind of deal with a lot of different types of you know zombies. They really, as the second one came out, they explored more of the zombie lore. This one, they talk about all these different types of vampires and a lot of the classic films, like the familiars, and you know how you know you can't be your reflections not shown and, and whatnot. But the problem is they didn't go more into the lore, and I know that rhymes, but it does fit. There was not a lot in the backstory. Um, you know, we've got this vampire hunting organization, um, but we're only given a little bit of information about it. it it's kind of like a, it's like a date. It looks like it basically kind of feels like an exterminator kind of thing. Uh, well, like, oh, we're the, you know, this is, but it, there wasn't enough info into it. And, um, you know, one of those, you know, you know, the situation where you have that movie, the trailer is <laughs> so funny. It's gonna be great. All the best jokes are in the trailer. I, I felt <laughs> A good amount of them. I mean, I will say Jamie Foxx is good in this role. He just has that swagger and he really is working hard to keep his family. But it's the humor of he wants to get back in the graces of this union that he's to be part of. So that was also kind of a thing where I think it could have been a little nicer to have, uh, you know, kind of like the Continental in John Wick. I think the thing was this felt too, yeah, like too blue collar, felt like a DMV. It didn't feel like anything special when you got to this union. And he's trying to get back in the good graces. So he has to kind of do like a, you know, a period of time where he's being watched by union rep. And that's Dave Franco. And Dave Franco is very much the nerdy, doesn't like violence, everything by the book. So, of course, it's the typical, they're complete opposites of how they would go about things. And as they get in these dangerous situations, a lot of the humor is how Dave Franco reacts. And then Jamie Foxx usually coming in to rescue him. And uh, yes, we do have Snoop Dogg in here as big John who kind of a uh, uh, vouches for bud and uh, he gets one kind of cool moment uh, in the film. And then there's a moment at the end of the movie, he kind of gets to end the film and the, it makes no sense. It was just like, Oh, it's Snoop Dogg. We got to have him smoke at some point. It's kind of just a ritual now. Um, but what I'll say what, where this movie does work very well and, and you have to give props to uh, our director here, JJ Perry is the action. Um, this is some crazy, fast, gory, ridiculous, stupid, over-the-top fun action sequences with the, with the killing the vampire. Especially later in the film as they get into like a hive and these situations where there's multiple of them. I think they have a lot of fun with depicting how not only fast these things are, but the weapons they can use. Because it's not just your stake. Uh, a lot of guns. Jimmy Fox has a shotgun a lot. I love the use of like the silver wire to kind of like decapitate um, and then getting clever with things in the house or things around them. It, it did make for a little bit of that humor, kind of like a zombie land um, just with over the top action. And then really, if you look at JJ Perry, who he really hasn't done a lot in terms of a, a director, this I think is his first movie as his directorial debut. He's, he comes from a long line of stunt work. He's done a lot of stunt coordination has been a stunt man, a fight choreographer, so you just know that similar to like the guy who has directed um, the John Wick films, Chad Stahelski, who's, you know, he's going to be doing Ghost of Tsushima. And I think he was part of Nobody too. It's like when you take someone that's really been a stuntman and they get to direct a movie like this, you can see how the 
the story and the acting is kind of on the weaker side, but the highlight is the action, which is why it's like some of these films you kind of watch, you go, I never knew watch it again, but it doesn't fall in the category of, I would not recommend this film. Like I would still say this is worth a watch. It's not very long. It's like an hour 50. And for the action alone, I think there's some fun stuff. I think the, the movie kind of spiraled downward towards the tail end. It got really goofy, like, like a bad, a bad version of the mummy, like really cheap uh, for some of the stuff in the end. But for agree, some yeah. of the action stuff, I, you know, I had a good time with it. It wasn't one I was like, I need to really pay attention. Um, it's just goofy. There's some fun character work. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm like, you know, it is what it is. I, I, I always prefer a darker, creepier, uh, take on a vampire story but for me i'm gonna give day shift like a six out of ten you know it was all right yeah i'm gonna give it two as well and i i would love to see the more of jj perry's work and at least the with the action imagine him with proper you know blade material hint hint mm-hmm. yeah uh, but hey you can all give, give us your take and check it out uh, day shift is streaming now on netflix and that was this edition of potential picks Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know know your your potential. potential.